Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for tuning into the show. I just wanted to let you know that this episode right here, it contains explicit content. So if you got some kids around, if you got the dogs around and you don't want them to hear bad language, you want them to hear some really, really dirty words, I'd put them to bed. Uh, other than that, enjoy the show. Hey guys, what? Hey guys, ooh, gosh, can I get it together? Hey guys, what's going on? It's Tevin West, host of Talks Radio. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd stop by and um, just drop a, you know, a quick little Sunday, Sunday afternoon pod. Um, just got a lot of um things I kind of want to just get off in this uh, random special topics area. So. Uh, also, you know, the Sunday, uh, NFL Sunday is here today, too. So it's just kind of off the cuff. This is not um, associated with our episodes, um, just more on the special and random topics tip with the sports during there, too, because, you know, I like sports. So let's see here. NFL schedule so today. All right. Week 11. Week 11. Even though I'm a soccer guy. I always like will go back to like football because that was like my first love, you know what I mean? Like football's what my family really loves, you know what I mean? So, but um, Bengals, oh, no, that's, yeah, the Bengals played the Ravens on Thursday, and they the Bengals lost to the Ravens, thirty four to twenty. Now the Bengals have um a quarterback issue. They are one of those teams too for my non sports people that tuned in to listen to this one even though you didn't have to, thanks. But for my non-sports people, this is – the Bengals did the slick, the same thing, where they – and they've been doing it for years with, like, John Kitna and Carson Palmer. They'll just put all their eggs in one basket with a quarterback. That's why you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. So they put all this money on Joe Burrow, gave him a big contract, and he got hurt. So he's out for the season. So in the same situation we in, unless they have a competent backup. But I think that – you should have a competent backup in in NFL day in modern NFL days. I mean, in soccer they have competent backups as goalkeepers, and a goalkeeper is pretty much a quarterback um, in soccer. So it's like you need a competent backup, bro. So although the Steelers and the Browns play today at one, uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, for my non-soccer people, uh, Deshaun Watson is the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, and he was allegedly um. 66 women he like assaulted um <laughs> in masseuse in a masseuse parlor um but he, but in return like they gave him like one of the richest contracts in nfl history for a quarterback i mean like he has like 96 million guaranteed it's like a 245 million dollar deal so for my non-soccer people yeah he out here allegedly taking it and uh he getting rewarded for it but it out he uh he's out for my football people, for my sports people, he's out, um, I think, for the season. Um, and so they had one. They beat the Ravens last week in overtime. So, And I spoke about that as well in the previous episode. But the, Ra- the Raiders played a 
uh, the and the Steelers somehow um, are above five hundred when they kind of looking awful. Raiders and Dolphins. I'm interested in this game, even though I do not have NFL Sunday ticket and I will never have NFL Sunday ticket uh, um, unless I'm having. Nah, I just can't. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But like, nah, dude. NFL Sunday ticket right now is like so much money, but. I'd be interested to see this game like Raiders and Dolphins because the Raiders are kind of like revamped with Antonio Pierce, who is a uh, New York Giant uh, middle linebacker legend. I think uh, he's the middle linebacker, outside linebacker, but he won the Super Bowls when um, we beat Tom Brady twice. And then the Dolphins, they have um, Tua Tagovailoa as quarterback, and then Tyreek Hill, who's on pace to get 2,000 yards receiving. So this, um, and they got Jalen Waddle as well. They got a couple. They got a lot of figures. It's a good team. Two revamp Raiders and a good Dolphins team. Interested. Bears Lions fight for the NFC North here. Nothing crazy. Um, the Lions are gonna destroy the Bears. The Bears just, I mean, like, dude, they don't look like a professional football club right now. Titans and Jaguars. Um, the Jaguars got absolutely bounced by the uh, by the Forty ers last week. Uh, maybe they can get a rebound, chick, and with the Titans. Uh, Chargers. It's a battle in AFC South as well. Chargers and Packers. Chargers and Liquid LA, as the year in a tree calls it. Liquid LA pain, real pain. Just a loss last week. Um, I think they should have won last week. I forgot who they played, but they lost last week, and they played the Packers. This it's a very winnable game, is what I'm saying. It's a, it's a game for the you Chargers fans, you LA Chargers fans, to get um to get to get y'all mojo back to 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 get y'all Stella got her groove back vibe type back type thing. Cardinals and Texans. Kyler Murray's bad. I didn't even mention that, and when I was speaking about the scores from last Sunday's game, the results in a previous uh. uh on the previous episode, but I didn't mention when the Falcons were getting beat by the Cardinals that Kyler Murray had returned from 11 months of a torn ACL. <clears throat> and uh, so Kyler Murray coming back does add an element. And I think that is real cool because a lot of people dogged him while he was out and a lot of people dogged him, but he got the Cardinals to the playoffs. Like I think the two, uh, like twice, and I think he's been there maybe like four or five years, but he got them there like two times. It's hard to get the Cardinals in the playoffs. Kurt Warner got them all the way to a Super Bowl while giving three receivers, Steve Breston, Anquan Bolden, and Larry Fitzgerald, a thousand yards each. So you don't think, I don't see how hard it could be for him, but I think him being back adds the element. The Texans got a, a competent quarterback as well. And, CJ Stroud, who's actually taller than Kyler Murray, so he can just see the field a lot more easier. And he's just um probably more along the lines of a traditional pocket passing quarterback than most people. But he just got more mobility than probably like the traditional pocket passer has. So he's got more more mobility than a Tom Brady would have had, Peyton Manning would have had, things like that. But that boy that boy out there flossing for sure. Um, so CJ Stroud and Cardinals, uh, uh, Kyler Murray gonna take each other on. Cowboys and the Panthers. Um, I know my dad's a Cowboys fan. I'm not. I can't. The Cowboys are so ir- ir- they're arrogant. The Panthers, man. The, but the Cowboys is on go this this year. 
They destroyed us last week. So the Panthers are going to get absolutely laid down. Giants and Commanders, I'm just hoping that we can just just get over the hump, bro. We're not looking too good. The Giants are not looking too good right now. We got Tommy DeVito, the quarterback. I'm just hoping that we can just get past that. Sam Howell is out here playing like he want to go to the Pro Bowl. So I don't know. You know, and Terry McLaurin, he catches everything that comes out of the sunroof. So it's just, I don't know. I mean, I think we can, like, use the advantage of them giving away Chase Young. So stupid they gave Chase Young away for a third-round pick. Boy, you stupid. Um, Buccaneers and 49ers, not too much to see here. I mean, maybe maybe the Buccaneers will give them a little bit of a fight, but the 49ers pretty much got this sewed up tight. Unless Baker Mayfield just comes out of that, like, Andy well, I was going to say Andy Dalton line. Yeah, because, like, really, like, if you – the standard of what a quarterback is supposed to be in the NFL, I think nowadays it starts at Baker Mayfield. I, honestly, I think if if you're going to have a quarterback that is – you're going to say, hey, is this quarterback – you're trying to figure out if this quarterback, if this quarterback is NFL material, I think that you either got to look at for a standard of what you should be for a good quarterback, bar none. You either got to look at David Carr – or you got to look at Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's my opinion because those two people, if you look at their stats, they have areas where they looking elite or great or good, and that's what you need to be to be a great quarterback. It doesn't need to be elite. It needs to be great, good, elite. Get great, elite, or good. One of those categories to make the standard line. So the standard is – the standard – the baseline, unfortunately, is not elite. The baseline is really, like, good, okay? So good is, like, David Carr. Baker Mayfield is good. He, Regardless of what y'all think, this man is good. So he's still, he's still starting. He's starting quarterback in the NFL. So let's move on, though. Jets, Bills. Well, you know, we just had to talk about how um, Stephon Diggs was kind of, like, semi-tripping out and – um He's like a $97 million wide receiver. <laughs> Crazy work. But uh, um, so he's probably a diva, right? But but make no mistake, that boy's a dog. But, yeah, so the Bills are, I think they're 5-5. Five and five. They're not really a 5-5 five and five team. They're, I feel like they're supposed to be a little bit cleaner in their record, but they've had some short stops. And if you've seen the memes on social media, um, man, they're giving it to Josh Allen. I guess his turnover ratio is just wicked, so they're just giving it to him. The Jets, I mean, the Jets are just kind of going through this thing where they're trying to hang on and um, wait till Aaron Rodgers comes back. I think they're trying to push him to come back to four and five, so they're trying to get over this hump, get to five hundred to where you know what I'm saying this is time like get in that middle of the season thing where they can kind of push for the playoffs. Seahawks, Rams, battle for the NFC West. Not really, it's just battle to see who's gonna get probably like second or third or something like that. Um, Battle of second and third, really. And the L.A. Rams, I mean, they're three and six, so they they trash. And the the Seahawks, they're going to the playoffs. The Seahawks are a staple in what a a consistent team is in the NFL today. They were able to switch quarterbacks even after their, like, um, Super Bowl and Legion of Doom era, Russell Wilson and stuff at quarterback as well. They were able to switch quarterbacks and revamp a Geno Smith, who we thought 
was draft bus coming from West Virginia, actually from, from um, the Jets. So they were able to revamp his career and turn him into a basically a great quarterback. I would dare to say that he stumbled on that line of elite, but not yet. He's great though. Uh, um, nothing to see here. Seahawks smash Rams as long as they keep the game tight. Vikings, Broncos. Um, I don't know what's going on here, uh, but the Vikings are. They're on like a they're on like a winning streak. They're six and four. They're actually headed for the playoffs. The Broncos just beat the Bills in an upset, and uh, Sean Payton's their coach as well, and Russell Wilson's their quarterback. I don't know about the Broncos. I mean, they beat the Vikings who are on a winning streak, and they beat the Buffalo Bills who are the Buffalo Bills are supposed to be like a Super Bowl contender every year. So if they beat the Vikings, who are like on a winning streak, so they go to the playoffs, then we could talk about the Broncos. But honestly, like for my non-sports people who are listening, like the Broncos are are like that, like that person who they be uh they be out here trying to. Never mind, I ain't even gonna put it in. The Broncos just need to get it together, bro. The Eagles and the Chiefs, um, the Eagles and Chiefs play each other in the Super Bowl last year, so uh it'll be a good game. Bar none of that. Eagles are top in the NFC East. Chiefs are the top in um, the AFC West. We got Patrick Mahomes, very competent game manager and a very um, a very uh, athletic quarterback as well. Can make plays uh, rolling out. Things of that nature on the fly. Very competent. Very athletic um clutch gene um Jalen Hurts same thing same thing same thing very competent very clutch and those two guys pretty much run their offenses and then the defenses the Chiefs defense is not as good as it should be but uh to be you know defending Super Bowl champions but the Eagles I mean it's pretty much like UGA on the defense so um yeah well I guess I wanted to uh say um going out from from this uh from this wrapping wrapping this one up right here i wanted to talk about uh so outside of sports and um the topic that i wanted to kind of like talk about is um if the people you're around like do they actually influence what you do what do you think about that? And so I, I personally think that uh, it's a black. It's not black and white. It's very gray. I feel like if the people that you're around, like they can influence you, but it's up to you to have like a stronger mind to not do what they're doing. But I, I mean, it's sounding like I'm saying like in a negative connotation. I'm not. I'm just saying like if you don't want to do what another person's doing, then you shouldn't do it. Um, I, I want to, I want to, you know, this is, this is all, uh, just recent thoughts here. So this is a, you know, off the cuff, um, show, you know, but we're going to get to it. Group think. That's what I was, when I do a little pause like that, that's cause I'm looking up to see what's going on with my, 
so I can delve. Our group think is a phenomenon that occurs when a group of well-intentioned people makes irrational or non-optimal decisions spurred by the urge to conform or, or the belief that dissent is impossible. The problematic or premature consensus that is characteristic of groupthink may be fueled by a particular agenda or maybe due to a group members valuing harmony and coherence above critical thought. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just like, if you with people and they're like, let's do this because it's a vibe, but you're not feeling it, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of like what it's like, oh, yeah, like, it's the harmony of the friendship circle. And I know people who, they're such people pleasers that they will just go along and they will do what the group wants to do or what their friends want to do. And they really didn't want to do that. And at the end of the day, they sitting there twisted up about a decision they made when really they could have just been chilling. And so I just kind of wanted to like go over that because it's very tied in with like decision-making and um, the decisions that we make, like they have consequences. So it's just, I was wondering like, the people that you hang around like do you really think they influence what you do so i mean it depends man it just depends on what it depends on where you're at it depends on what age you are it depends on how much you can be manipulated um it just it just kind of depends it's, it's hard to say i think definitely people can have an influence on what you think um i think that you receive information from people sometimes um, subconsciously, depending on whether you, oh, excuse me. Um, I, I think you, de you depend on, um, subconsciously, you depend on whether you think highly of that person or not. You know what I'm saying? Maybe or maybe not. But then again, some people give other people the benefit of the doubt. There's different types of minds that, that have this uh, thought process when, when when listening to somebody so it's like um you might you might not uh you might be with a group of people and it's real cool um like some friends in town or whatever and y'all doing whatever but then when you go outside and you go with another group and you um uh, with your workmates and stuff like you might feel compelled to do this or do that because it's with the group but I mean, you don't have to, but, you know, you don't want to mess up the vibe, this and that. But I just was curious on how people, how you guys felt about that. Me, I personally think that, it, yeah, people can influence you. Like, for example, like, I mean, you with your parents when you're young, that's kind of like you're going to get influenced. So you're going to pick up those habits just off the cuff. You know what I mean? And then you got cousins and then some of you siblings. I'm an only child. so. I picked up things from my older cousins, but my older cousins were like way older than me, bro. Like I was like, I was like seven and eight, and it was like 14, 15, 16, 17. So, like, really, like, older than me, older than me. Like, you know, so um, I picked up things from them just because I'm the youngest one. I was most of the time, I was the youngest one in the family so i'm just picking up whatever i pick up from them like for example um my love my love for certain types of music come because i was hanging around certain people in my family just um just like without even so um my dad my dad 
put me on R&B. My dad's really into R&B. I mean, like he's got like a um a cas- uh, not a cassette, but it's like a CD. I got I got it in my car. It, <coughs> it's like a it's like CDs full of um um all types of R&B classic hits like um like uh Cases album is in there, The Touch Me Tease Me. Um Joe Joe is in there. It's um He's got some, um, there's some Luther Vandross in there, I think, as well. There's some Total in there. There's some Silk, um, Gerald LeVert, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really, really like that type of R&B, kind of like 90s R&B. Um, and then, like, where they kind of like, you know, like, um, SWV would say, like, Rain, a song like Rain. Now, Rain is, a, it's a pretty, like, it's a pretty raunchy song. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it. But it's a pretty unhinged song when you think about it. But the way that they sang it is so beautiful that it's like, oh, that's the vibe. So, um, like that, like my cousin, um, my one of my cousins, uh, shout out Monte West. He's got a team of Spalding County basketball team, and they put up, I want to say like eighty five points on like Northside High School. That's huge. My cousin was a baller, and um. In high school, he played for Perry High School. He played every position, dang near in football, and he was like, score, he scored like a thousand points in high school. So, shout out to him. But um, yeah, when I was with Monte, and uh, we would be, we would, I would just be at his house, and he's the one that put me on like Cash Money, Wayne, Drake. Like he's the one, he's the reason I, like Drake was my favorite artist for a while. Like you know. Um, I didn't really, Wayne was, Wayne was an artist of mine that I enjoyed during that time, like 08, 09, you know, everybody enjoyed Wayne, but I really enjoyed Drake. And the only reason that I got a hope to Drake was because my cousin played some Drake and he played replacement girl for me. Like one of the first things. So anyway, um, I just, and then like, so like now, and now like, and they always like, or, you know, my cousin, one of my other cousins, Rod, shout out Rod Lawson, he put me on, like, like West Coast E-40 rap. You know what I mean? So it's, like, Bay Area. Like he, but he, I didn't think he even knew that he was – it would just be on, like, a mixtape, like a CD mixtape, you know, like back in the day in the early 2000s when um, <clears throat> they, like, burn CDs off of LimeWire and stuff and um, or, Fro- or Frost or whatever, whatever called, Frost, Frostbite or something like that. And then – um you do a download songs and, and then they would write them um, with the Sharpie and it would just be, it was just like 22 songs and like E40 is like grit and grind the politician album. Um, it was like, uh, automatic with, with him featuring fabulous. And I was like, Oh, this is nice. And now like that is, uh, like that's the primary, like, uh, choice of music. I listen to It's like Bay area music, Bay area rap. So it's like, that type of, yeah, I think people that you hang around can't influence you, but on a lot, on another note where it's like choosing, I think that you can also like be non-conforming. I think that you can have a mind of your own. I think that you can create your own, uh, little ways that you see things. I don't, I think that you need to critically think though. I think that that's what helped me like critical. Well, the only reason I feel like I have critical thought now is because I went to school I I feel like I drew I truly from the bottom of my heart, even though I'm not really a fan of college, I feel like going to college helped me 
unpack my critical thoughts. That's really the biggest thing that college helped me do was unpack my critical thoughts so I could get my thoughts out more clear and concise, you know. Um, sometimes I, I'll spit it out halfway and, and then I'll, I'll come back and let it breathe and I'll go and I'll finish it, you know what I'm saying? But that, the only reason I'm able to kind of do that and hit levels and come back and pull it back and tie it up and swing it around and is because I went to school. Uh, I went to middle Georgia and I felt like the the degree that I got, which was communications, I was able to learn about how how to keep open lines of communications, both interpersonal and and human and in all other ways. So, yeah, I mean, um, as far as that goes, I just wanted to come on here and, and spit some game. Um, it's 1046 right now. So I'm about to um, I'm about to see what's up in the world. And I actually got to get ready for a game. Not not too long, so I gotta go do some yoga. But uh, I will uh, talk to you guys soon. Um, episode twelve is still dropping uh, today, uh, so I haven't decided whether I'm gonna put it out today, like like soon or like tonight. But either way, episode twelve will be dropping. So you guys uh, be safe. This is Talks Radio.